Hello and welcome back to Coco Sleep, a podcast of original children's bedtime stories and meditations designed to make bedtime a dream. Before we get going, here's a big cheery wave and a hello to today's special Coco Club members. That's you, Eleanor, Kaisley, McKenna, Theo, Mary, David, Oliver and Ava. Tonight's story stars an animal that has always intrigued me. They are known for moving very slowly on land and sleeping in trees, but they are also wonderfully elegant swimmers. They sleep a lot, although slightly less than koalas, and they seem to always have an enigmatic smile on their little faces, like they've just thought of something really mischievous. Do you ever wonder what sloths are thinking about? Well, soon I think we're going to learn a lot about what one particular sloth has on his mind. Tonight's story is inspired by a listener. Now, I'm not sure if I'm saying this right. Skediv? Skediv? <laughs> who suggested we write a story about a sloth who really wants to play soccer but everyone says he's too slow. Well, Eddie, I'm going to hazard a guess from looking at your username that you might be called Eddie. We thought that your idea was so brilliant. Alicia has worked her magic on it to bring it to life. I really hope you enjoy it. Before we begin, a quick message for the grown-ups. If you'd like to support our podcast, enjoy ad-free listening, unlock four bonus stories per month, and much, much more, you can join Coco Club. Subscribe in just two taps via the link in the show notes. But now, here's a quick word from our sponsors. Now, before I start, let's fully relax to wind down your busy body and charge up your imagination. Take a few deep breaths in and out. While you're doing that, wiggle your fingers and toes and roll your neck around. Just loosen up. Now snuggle down under your blanket or duvet and nestle your head into your pillow as you imagine a forest full of trees, tall trees. It's sleepy forest, in fact. And at the very top of one of those trees, amongst the branches, is a small, brown, furry animal. We're about to meet him. He's a sloth called Mo, and he dreams of making it onto the Sleepy Forest soccer team. But can he impress the coach and beat all the faster animals to achieve his big dream? Let's find out. This is Slow Mo the Soccer Sloth by Alicia Ainsley and Eddie. Deep in sleepy forest, relaxing at the top of the leafy trees, lived a peaceful, sweet animal called Mo. Mo led a simple, quiet life eating, sleeping and hanging from the branches with his strong, long arms. For, you see, Mo was a sloth, and sloths don't tend to do much else. Have you seen a sloth before? Well, 
Mo had a fuzzy white face with a friendly smile permanently plastered on it. He had a brown furry body and four extremely long arms and legs, perfect for hugging the trees with. Ever since Mo was a young child, he was different from the other animals. As Mo's arms and legs grew longer and his eyebrows bushier, he watched as his fellow animals grew up too, into bigger, faster animals. However, no matter how hard he tried to keep up with the others, Mo couldn't help but find that he was different to the rest. While the tiger's tails became lengthier, their stripes more pronounced, and their feet able to run quicker and quicker, Mo continued to move at the same unhurried pace. While the kangaroo's feet became clumpier and their hops progressed higher and higher, Mo remained just as easygoing as he had ever been. While the other animals chased one another around the sleepy forest playground, Mo could barely keep up with the snails. Mo was very slow. In fact, everything he did was very slow. When Mo spoke in his low, breathy voice, he talked at such a gentle pace that it could take him minutes just to utter a single sentence. And Mo moved just as slowly as he spoke. He moved his body so sluggishly that it appeared as though he was moving in slow motion. This is why everyone in Sleepy Forest affectionately nicknamed him Slow Mo. Sloths are known for being the slowest, laziest animals in the whole world. But Mo was different. Mo had bigger dreams than the average sloth. From his prime position up in the tall trees, Mo could see most things happening in Sleepy Forest. His favourite thing to watch from his resting place in the trees was the Sleepy Forest Soccer League. Every year, the forest's most agile, sprightly soccer-loving animals came together to try out for the Sleepy Forest soccer team, led by the infamous coach Chase the Cheetah. Every animal was welcome to try out for the team, and Coach Chase would put the contenders through their paces with activities and tests to see who was best for that year's team. Mo loved watching the other animals play soccer, and he never missed a match. He always had the best seat in the house from his prized position up in the trees. But this year, Mo was tired of watching and dreaming from afar. This year, Mo wanted to try out for the soccer team himself. The night before soccer tryouts, Mo put on his favourite purple sweatband and his soccer jersey and set off early to ensure he arrived on time. But even though he had set off the night before tryouts, he still was a little bit late to the soccer pitch the next day, on account of all the naps he had to take along the way. But 
Nevertheless, Mo had arrived and he was raring to go for soccer tryouts. Well, as raring as possible for an animal as chilled out as a sloth. Mo joined the line of animals queuing to add their names to the tryouts list and waited patiently for his turn. When he made it to the front, he laboriously wrote his name on the list and felt his fuzzy tummy bubble with excitement. He was ecstatic to finally have his chance to try out for the soccer team. Once his name was on the list, Mo made his way over to the other animals who were stretching their muscles and warming up, ready to begin. A majestic ostrich wearing white sneakers noticed Mo approaching and trotted towards him with recognition. Mo recognised the ostrich immediately too. Good morning, Aussie. Mo greeted the tall ostrich in his slow drawl. Mo had known Ozzie the ostrich since they were small children. Ozzie the ostrich wrapped his fluffy giant wing around Mo in greeting and said, Slow Mo, what are you doing here? Mo informed him that he was trying out for the soccer team. Ozzie blinked three times as he processed what Mo had said, and then a confused expression spread across his beaked face. Ozzie replied with concern, But aren't you going to find it a bit hard to keep up? After all, you can only move slowly. That's why we all call you Slow Mo. Mo smiled and shrugged his shoulders as gracefully as if he were moving through water. He told his friend not to worry about him. He was going to give it his best shot anyway. He was just happy to be there. All of a sudden, everyone else around them snapped to attention and their chatter died down. Ozzie and Mo looked to see what was going on. Mo turned to see his hero, Coach Chase the Cheetah, striding towards the group of recruits. Coach Chase wore a striped purple and white t-shirt with a matching cap on his head and a whistle dangled on a string around his neck. He carried a clipboard tucked under his left armpit and held a timer in his right hand. The crowd of animals fell silent with anticipation as he approached, and Mo craned his neck to get a better look at his idol. Coach Chase surveyed the crowd of animals with keen eyes. As he spoke to the sleepy forest animals who had turned up for tryouts, he radiated an air of importance. Everybody wanted to impress Coach Chase. Coach Chase welcomed everybody to the soccer tryouts with his deep, commanding voice and thanked them all for taking time out of their day to come along. He declared that the tests would be tough and would require great stamina and skill to complete. 
there would be several rounds of activities to get through before Coach Chase would make his decision on who had made it onto the soccer team. But the cheater claimed that above all else, he would be looking for who the best team players were. Every member of his soccer squad needed to work together to be a successful team. As Mo listened to Coach Chase's speech, he felt even more motivated to impress him. He wanted Coach Chase to pick him for his soccer team more than anything else in the world. When his speech was through, Coach Chase handed the clipboard of names to his monkey assistant called Bennett and ushered everyone to get into a long, straight line. All the animals hustled and bustled to create a line for Coach Chase, but Mo stayed put, right where he was, and he naturally fell into place as the other animals formed a line on either side of him. Coach Chase's assistant, Bennett, started to place little orange cones on the grass, creating several long lines beginning at the animals trying out for the team, all the way to the centre point on the soccer pitch. As Bennett laid out the obstacle course, Coach Chase explained that he wanted to see who had the fastest feet in the forest. Every animal had to take turns tiptoeing as fast as they could in and out of the orange cones to reach the other end. It would not only be a test of their speed, but also a test of their agility. Three at a time, the animals took turns racing around the orange cones as fast and skillfully as they could to reach the other side. The rattlesnake expertly weaved around each and every cone, and the penguin surprised everyone with the speed of his flappy feet. Surprisingly, the wildebeest, who was well known for their impressive speed, struggled to manoeuvre the tight corners around the orange cones and tripped and knocked over several as they ran. Meanwhile, as expected, the likes of Ozzie the ostrich, the kangaroo Mo had come to learn was called Kylie, and the gazelle successfully whizzed their way in and out of the cones to reach the other side. Bennett the monkey made notes on the clipboard as each animal tackled the task, while Coach Chase watched every animal try out. After everyone had taken their turn setting off from the start line, Bennett the monkey looked up from his clipboard, expecting everyone to be finished, but paused with surprise as his eyes fell on what everyone else was staring at. While every other animal had made it to the other side, successfully or not, slow mo was still working his way across the pitch. Despite his exceedingly slow speed, Mo was going as fast as he could. 
he crept his way around every orange cone without knocking a single one over. He may not have been the quickest, but he was performing the task with the most care. Coach Chase and all the other animals watched on with a mixture of humour and impatience. By the time Mo made it to the other end, everyone else had been finished for at least a good five minutes. Mo stopped at the finish line and panted with exhaustion. He had never moved so fast in his life. His friend, Ozzy the Ostrich, patted him on the back and congratulated him on persevering. Kylie the Kangaroo hopped over to Mo and giggled. <laughs> you certainly live up to your nickname, Slow Mo. Mo smiled sleepily and wearily wiped his brow. He could use a nap right about now. He had never travelled so far so quickly before. But there was no time to rest. The soccer tryouts had only just begun. Coach Chase led everyone to the next test. He wanted to see how well they dribbled the ball and passed to one another. Coach Chase split everyone up into teams of four and Bennett the monkey handed out a ball to each group. Mo was put in a group with his friend, Ozzy the Ostrich, a lemur named Lionel, whom he hadn't met before, and a beautiful gazelle named Gigi. They took turns dribbling the ball with their feet and passing it to one another with a light kick. Ozzy was a pro. He was excellent at dribbling the ball with his feet and his passes were perfect. Lionel the lemur did all right, but the ball was almost as big as him, so he struggled to kick it very far with his dainty feet. Gigi Gazelle did well keeping the ball between her four long legs as she moved, but whenever she tried to kick the ball, it bounced off one of the other of her forelegs and rarely made it to its target. Every animal, all around, seemed to have their strong points and their weaknesses, no matter how big or small they were, no matter how fast or steady they were. When it came to Moe's turn to dribble the ball, it was quite a sight to see. It took him five slow counts to pull his leg back to prepare for the kick. One, two, three, four, five. Then it took him five more slow counts to propel his leg forwards to strike the ball. One, two. Three, four, five. By the time his leg had completed the full motion, there was simply no speed or power in his kick to move the ball forward very far. In fact, 
the ball hardly rolled an inch. Mo's teammates, Ozzy, Lionel the lemur, and Gigi Gazelle, waited patiently while Mo took several slow minutes to dribble the ball a few paces. Finally, as he went to pass the ball to Ozzy, he tried with all his might to kick it to his friend, but the ball hardly made it halfway and stopped still in between the two of them. Mo sighed and noticed Coach Chase watching their group intently. His assistant, Bennett, struck a name off the list on his clipboard, and Mo's shoulders sagged. Maybe that was his name taken off the list. Finally, Coach Chase announced that the last test of the day would be a penalty shootout. Every animal would have a go at kicking the ball into the net and take turns defending the goal too. Mo knew it was important to get a strike in the penalty shootout if he wanted any chance of being on the soccer team. One by one, the animals lined up to take their shot. Mo watched in awe as a lioness stepped up and hit a clean, powerful strike into the net. Half of the animals, including Mo, applauded her success while half of them sulked with jealousy. Next up, Gigi Gazelle took her turn and finally managed to kick the ball straight without getting her legs all tangled up. The ball hit the back of the net with ease and Mo cheered for her good fortune. The animals kept on going. Some succeeded in getting a strike and some missed the goal. Ozzy the ostrich had a stroke of bad luck and kicked the ball too high. The ball flew over the top of the net and Ozzy bowed his head in disappointment. Mo offered his friend a slow pat on the back and tried to reassure him that he had done well all day. So just because he had missed the goal this time, didn't mean he was out of the running for the team. Ozzy appreciated his friend's kind words. Kylie the kangaroo hopped forward with swagger, and using her big feet, she flipped the ball up into the air and headbutted the ball into the net. It was a dazzling goal, and Coach Chase looked very impressed as he watched on. Eventually, it was Mo's turn. Mo plodded up to the penalty mark, and Bennett the monkey placed the ball at his feet. Mo took a deep breath and gazed at the goal. He steadily lined up his foot with the ball and began his slow procedure to kick it. He bent his leg backwards. One two, three, four, five, and swung it forwards, 
One, two, three, four, five. He attempted to kick the ball with as much force as possible, but due to his lack of speed, he practically tapped it. The ball rolled forward a few centimetres and stopped in its tracks. Mo felt a little embarrassed and looked back at the other animals watching, expecting them to laugh. However, to his surprise, they clapped for him and smiled with encouragement. He even heard Kylie the kangaroo say, Good effort! Slow Mo. Mo may not have got the strike he wanted, but he had done his best, and that was all he could ask for. The remaining animals stepped up to take their shots, and when it was Lionel the lemur's go, Mo took his turn defending the goal. Mo smiled at his new friend across the pitch and gave him a little thumbs up. He hoped that Lionel would do well. Mo watched Lionel back up, run on the spot to build up momentum, and then rush forwards at the ball with an energetic kick. The ball flew through the air directly at the goal. It looked like a sure strike. But before Mo hardly realised what was happening, he flung out one of his long arms, out into the corner of the net, and Lionel's ball ricocheted off Moe's outstretched hand. The crowd gasped. Moe had saved Lionel's impressive goal from hitting the net. Nobody could believe it, least of all Moe. Moe felt bad for stopping Lionel's ball from going into the goal and crept towards him to apologise. I'm sorry, Lionel, he said in his slow, low voice. I didn't mean to stop your ball going in. It was a very good kick, the best you've done all day, and I ruined it. Lionel chuckled and replied, <laughs> Don't worry about it, Mo. It was a good kick, and I'm sure that Coach Chase could see that too. But you certainly shouldn't be sorry. What you just did was amazing. Nobody else has defended the goal like that. You're a natural. Mo was surprised. He hadn't thought of what he'd done as being anything particularly special. But as he looked at the faces of all the other animals gazing at him, he noticed the astonishment on their faces. Coach Chase blew his whistle gently, and all the animals gathered around. Coach Chase thanked everyone for their time and congratulated them on their efforts. But only 11 animals could make it onto the team this season.
As Bennett, the coach's monkey assistant, read out the names of the successful animals who had made it onto the team, everyone held their breath with hope. Despite his missed penalty shot, Ozzy the ostrich made it onto the team, as did Lionel the lemur, regardless of Mo saving his goal. Kylie, the kangaroo, had, unsurprisingly, made the team, along with the lioness with the powerful kick. As the last of the successful names were called out, Mo's chances grew slimmer and slimmer, until, finally, Bennett lowered his clipboard and announced no further names. The animals who were successful celebrated humbly, and the others congratulated them in good spirits. Mo was happy for his friend, Ozzy, making the team, but he was a little disappointed that he hadn't. As he prepared to make the long, laborious journey home, Mo felt a tap on his fuzzy shoulder. He turned around to see Coach Chase, the cheetah, standing behind him. Mo was starstruck. Coach Chase was face to face with him. Coach Chase smiled and said, I believe your name is Slow Mo, is it not? Mo gulped and nodded his head unhurriedly. Coach Chase beckoned his assistant, Bennett, to bring the ball over to him. Then Coach Chase continued. Mo, I want to put you to the test. The goal you saved earlier was impressive, but I want to know whether it was just a fluke or if you have a surprising talent. Coach Chase directed Mo to stand back in front of the goal while he made his way to the penalty kick point. Coach Chase placed the ball down at his feet and instructed Mo to try to stop the ball from going into the net. Mo was nervous. Coach Chase, the cheater, was famous for his perfect penalty kicks. He had never missed in his whole career. Mo didn't think there was any way that he could possibly stop the ball from hitting the back of the net. Coach Chase took a few steps backwards, then began running on the spot and rushed forward to swipe at the ball with his foot. The ball flew through the air at incredible speed, and Mo watched with his slow-motion vision as the ball hurtled towards him. Following the ball with his eyes, Mo threw his left arm out to the side and reached for the ball as it approached the net. Mo stretched his long fingers and brushed the edge of Coach Chase's ball and flicked it with all his might. 
To his own amazement, Moe's flick managed to throw the ball off course and it ricocheted off his fingers and away from the net, hitting the goalpost with a clang and dropping to the floor. Everybody watching gasped with shock and Coach Chase softly growled with a mixture of annoyance and pleasure. Nobody had ever managed to defend one of his strikes before. Mo stood sheepishly as Coach Chase approached him. He hadn't wanted to upset his idol. Coach Chase towered over Mo the sloth, grinned and said, Slow Mo, I have been impressed with your efforts today. You weren't the fastest by far and you're not a great striker, but you have special skills that others don't. I want you on my team. Mo gasped and his beady eyes grew wide. How could Coach Chase possibly want him on his team amongst so many speedy, strong animals like ostriches, lions and kangaroos? Coach Chase handed Mo a t-shirt and added, No team is complete without their goalkeeper, and I want you to be ours this season. If Mo could leap for joy, then he would have. But since he couldn't, he mustered up a slow raise of his gangly arms in delight and wrapped them around Coach Chase in a thankful hug. Mo had never been happier. He had made the soccer team, despite the odds. On the first day of the Sleepy Forest soccer season, Coach Chase's team played to an excited crowd of supporters. All the animals of Sleepy Forest came to cheer the team on as they faced off against the team of yetis from the mountains. While Ozzy the ostrich and Lionel the lemur dribbled the ball around the pitch and passed to their strikers, Kylie the kangaroo and Liana the lioness, Mo stuck to his important place in the goal. Whenever a ball came his way, he watched intently with his slow-motion vision and blocked every single ball with his long, strong arms. As the first game of the season came to an end, the Sleepy Forest squad won. While every member of the squad played excellently, and they all worked well together as a team. Everybody knew that it was Mo who had won the match for them. Without his impressive goalkeeping, 
the other team would have scored many goals and perhaps beaten them. But Mo didn't let a single one slip past him. As Mo took in the view of the crowd cheering for his team, he smiled his dozy smile with gratitude, and his heart felt like it was growing several times bigger. He closed his eyes to listen to the crowd, and to his amazement, he realised that they were chanting, Slow Mo! Slow-mo, slow-mo, slow-mo. All of a sudden, Mo felt himself being picked up high and he opened his eyes to see that he had been raised onto the tops of his fellow teammates' shoulders in celebration. The team carried Mo across the pitch and they paraded in front of the roaring crowd for victory. The crowd didn't stop chanting. Slow Mo! Slow Mo! Slow Mo! And even his own teammates were joining in. Mo may have just been a regular sloth who liked to spend his days eating, sleeping and hanging from the branches of the trees. But he was also a sloth with a dream. A dream that had come true against all the odds. <laughs>